0: Psalm one fifteen, verses two to three. Why do the nations say, Where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him.
1: I read immediately when the when the psalmist says, Why do the nations say, Where is their God? And I think of Psalm two. But what I wrote here in the image of God or in the image of man, I, I think that the great divide here is uh, just that. Uh, what is it that you consider to be your God? Uh, even when people deny the existence of God, they seem to show a need to substitute something godlike for the God they have denied. I think that uh, in it doesn't you don't have to look very far uh, or even know people very well to start to discover who their God is. Hmm. I'm not talking about the the fact that their God is the Lord, but if they are in denial of that, my whole proposition here is that they will seek other gods. That's why in the 10 commandments, idols are such an important part of it. We have this proclivity to seek the
0: thing that we have denied. And I think idols, too, present themselves as um, simpler. You know, there's something very mysterious, actually, about this from Psalm 115. The nations say, where is their God? And the answer is, our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases Him. You know, there, there's um, there's a mystery there. Where is God? He's in heaven. He does whatever pleases Him. Yet, if I follow this idol, this this created thing, it has more certainty. I can see it. I can... Uh, count on it more. This is the, kind of what we think. Yet the God of the Bible is in heaven doing whatever he pleases. I can't control that. There's a mystery there that I prefer not to have to lean into if I have my choice.
1: So uh, just elaborate a little bit in the mystery, and then I'm going to um, mm-hmm. um, uh, pull something from um, Romans uh, to kind of summarize it. But Uh, when you say it's a kind of a
0: mystery, what does that mean? You know, God is beyond, what does it say in Isaiah? His his ways are beyond our ways. And that would make sense because he's the one who spoke the entire universe into existence. We depend totally on Mm -hmm. him. Our minds were created by him. So there's going to be things that God is up to that we have no clue about. And that is a reason for the mystery there are things that we just simply can't understand if it if god is who the bible says he is then there will be things that we don't understand that he's doing
1: so nathan you really nailed it um and one of the things that i think that some churches uh have steered away from is the whole sense of mystery the way you define it things that we do not control Mm-hmm. Things that are beyond us, our scope of rational understanding the understanding of the mind, the science, and all the other things. but when you take mystery out of life you 're stripping it of its beauty
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that uh, I think that it's a it's a it's a balancing act for somebody in your position as a senior pastor uh to embrace. Mystery in the sense that it's something that is, is the very nature of life, including the way we live our life. We have to understand that we don't know where our next step will take us. We only pretend we know. And uh, the statistics might be on our side you know, we're 80% right, but we're never 100%. And a lot of people are incredibly uncomfortable with that. And so they steer away from
0: it. But at the heart of the Bible is the mystery you're talking about. I think that's right. And I'm seeing an increasing pressure from voices around me to speak with more certainty and less mystery, because a lot of the voices that we're hearing in cultures, especially the politically partisan, persuasive (laughs) voices out there, they are speaking with such certainty and then when a person hears that all week and then comes and sits in the pews on Sunday and hears me talk about mystery, it's almost unsatisfying for them. They want me to speak with such you know, convincing certainty as they're hearing from other sources. And so it can be troubling, actually, to be pointed to the great mystery of God.
1: So in the Narnia stories, you have to go into the closet, I think, to... Uh, um and go through the closet to start to understand what's behind it. Mm. Um, But also Paul tells us this uh, in Romans 11, oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God, how Mm. unsearchable are his judgments, how inscrutable his ways, for who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen.